What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I hope that you have started your week, you're continuing your week with amazing energy, focus, and motivation. And if you're not, fear not, because I have a tool for you today that will help you get clarity. It will help you identify where those distractions are leaking in, and it's going to allow you to eliminate the excuses that undoubtedly are showing up when you are setting goals. This came out of a discussion I had last week with a client, and there are now multiple resources for you on this topic. I've recorded a video, and there is also a podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, there's a podcast right now. There is a blog about this podcast up on my brand new website, Spitfire Institute. Dot com. So you can check it out. You can look at the graphics there, but I'm going to talk it out for you in case you are not near a screen or you're working out or you are engaged in other things, multitasking as we all do. So there are four components to this. And this came out of a discussion that I had with a client who was feeling really frustrated about wanting to write. I also talked to another uh, client who is super overloaded and wants to go on more vacations and travel and they would have these ideas and would never put it into action. So I wanted to spend some time here because I think this comes up for all of us. And the more I looked at it, the more I recognized it in myself. Of uh, I would say, you know, I want to go and get my website done. I want to get this blog done. And I would start working on it. I would immediately go into action and I would get some things done and then I would stop. I would run out of steam or I would get distracted by something else and then I wouldn't go back to it. So I wanted to spend some time to look at what were those factors or where were those gaps where I was not clear, where I didn't have a plan to make it happen. So today we are talking about achievement planning. Forget goal setting because that's only one component of this. We're talking about planning for your success, planning for your achievement. So I want you to think back and recognize if you have ever said any of these things to yourself. I'm lazy. I always get distracted. Something always comes up and gets in my way. I'm never successful. So here's the truth. You're not lazy, but you may be lacking clarity and passion. You aren't distracted, but things will always come up. Do you know that the average person is interrupted and distracted 56 times a day? 56, and it's taking hours to get our focus back. So the reality is what you're working on or what you think you should be working on may not be that important to you. And you have been and can be successful, but you may be afraid of what's on the other side of the story you're telling yourself. We all have these inner narratives on who we think we're supposed to be, who we've been in our past, and we create a belief structure around it. So I want you to think about, are you afraid of being successful? Are you afraid of being a failure? Usually it's around being successful because it makes us question, who are we without not being successful? Who are we without these excuses? So what's really getting in your way? We make tons of excuses about why we're not successful, about why things don't work out the way we want. 
And I want to take this opportunity to get really honest with you so that you can be successful and feel like you're motivated, that, you that you're achieving things, and you're moving the ball forward every day. We always look at the start of the year as an opportunity to get our goals accomplished, to set new intentions, and to clean our slate. But the reality is every year we're carrying things with us. We're taking the baggage of things that didn't work and of course the excuses. We're bringing them into every new experience. So it's not a clean slate. We're bringing the residue of past failures, of past excuses, of past distractions. So first, let's be careful with our absolute language. Let's talk about your language what you're saying to yourself and other people. Be careful with absolutes like everyone, every time, always, and never. When we make broad sweeping statements, it leaves zero room for anything to be different. We then create generalizations and stereotypes, and then we create the excuses to make up for the difference in between what we expected and what actually happens. Let that sink in a little bit. Excuses are the difference between what we expect and what actually happens. This is what we call limiting beliefs and assumptions. Beliefs are the lens that we experience and see the world through. It allows us to see the positive and it allows us to see the negative and there is choice in all of that. Now when we talk about limiting beliefs, they limit and influence our perceptions. They limit what we define as good, bad, true, real, and possible. They limit and skew our perspective. They limit the actions we take. They limit how we shape our character. They limit our relationships. They limit our options. They limit our health and potential. They limit our passion. And they limit our happiness. When we apply an interpretation, I've I won't be successful because blank, you fill it in. We get locked into that belief system. We assume this has happened before and therefore it will always happen. We think we know what we want, but if we don't have a plan, it leaves a big opening for limiting beliefs, assumptions, and distractions to come right in, leaving us disappointed and full of excuses. So think of the thing that continuously gets in your way. We can take a closer look at the typical path and there's a great image on my website on spitfireinstitute.com under the resources section. So we first start with this idea of, I want this. I want this thing to happen. I have this goal. I expect this. Now, if we immediately go into action, our strategy is to hope and do it. And because we don't have clear cut steps, that's where distractions, assumptions, and our inner critic come in and we get disappointed and then we have excuses and so what we're going to talk about is our four steps to goal achievement there are four components that are critical to achieving any goal and it's important to follow these steps in order to create a cohesive plan when we have a clear plan we can create a repellent for distractions it's like teflon for distractions so the first component is purpose purpose is what's important and why. Think about what's most important to you and what you want to feel as a result. So here's an example. 
Let's say writing sparks creativity and gives you a vehicle to express yourself. Your purpose might be expressing your ideas and messages. It may be about feeling like you're a creative per person. So my purpose is I want to create. I am a creator. The second component is your mindset. Your mindset is your belief system and thoughts that align with what's important to you. Our mindset is the engine for our purpose. So our purpose is in the vehicle of our mindset. That's what's taking us to the next stop. So what are the thoughts and beliefs that support what's important? Use phrases like I am instead of I will or I'm going to. So if we use the previous example, your mindset might be, I am a writer, or I honor my creativity with writing. Now we have the what and the why in our mindset and our purpose. We can think about how it's going to happen next. The third step is your process. So what steps need to be taken and in what order? Process is all about those specific steps. And the order is that much more important because if we start to jump, then guess what we do? We start to go into a stress reaction. We start to be reactive. Now we've got some tools here on prioritization hacks. Uh, this is an ebook that I put together. There's a link on Spitfire Institute uh, under resources and it's also in this blog that I refer to. There's five tools there that can help you prioritize and let things go and to delegate and schedule and create urgency or importance. So it helps you take an objective look at what you're actually doing or not doing. So you want to take into consideration your purpose and mindset when you're putting your process together. What activities are in alignment and when do they need to happen? Who do you need support from? What additional resources do you need? Investing time on these first three components will generate clarity, composure, energy, and motivation. And once you see the plan and initial steps, it's time for the final piece. So when we talk about action, we are just following the plan. We are following our process. Nothing is in our way because we've already looked at it so we can go and do the damn thing. We know what we're doing. We know why we're doing it. If we keep our word and follow our plan, we can honor ourselves. If there's a question or confusion, we can go back to our purpose and mindset and then focus on the process. So look for where there's points of friction. Look where there are gaps. Look where there are moments of pause and ask yourself, what other resources do I need? Who can help me with this? Where do I not have clarity? And then we can bring it back to our purpose and mindset. Is this in alignment? If you feel out of control or overwhelmed, go back to the purpose and mindset. Ask yourself what is in or out of alignment and focus on what matters and let the other stuff go. So where do excuses come from? Excuses, excuses are just like distractions. We're looking for them because we're not ready to change our script. We're not ready to change the narrative on why we're not successful. If excuses, if excuses appear, it's our inner critic and gremlin trying to keep us safe and small. If we acknowledge the excuse and look at it as a gap in our plan, we can get curious and look for clarity that works for us.
That's what the gremlin's trying to do. We think that our inner critic is negative, that it is trying to hurt us, but really it's there to flag the gaps, to look for inefficiency, to look for things that are out of our preference, to look for where we need help. So if you are unsure about your purpose, don't worry. We have another worksheet for you that's available on the website at spitfireinstitute.com in this blog post. We can focus on our values. Values connect directly to our purpose. We need to understand what's important to us, what drives us, what motivates us. What are those core values that make us who we are, that are part of our foundation? We can't expect ourselves to pull a lever and have an outcome. That's just not how it works. We're not machines. We're not robots yet. Give yourself the time to think about what's important to you and why. Then focus on the actions that you take to support your values. Now that you have your plan, there isn't any space for distractions or excuses. So feel free to check out this blog post at spitfireinstitute.com. You can grab the values worksheets. You can look at the map. You can look at the steps on the infographic of these four components. So remember, it's purpose, it's mindset, process, and then action. And if you want to dig into this topic more, you can schedule time with me to chat about it uh, for 30 minutes. It's all available on the website at spitfireinstitute.com. I hope that this has allowed you to plan for your achievement, that you're feeling successful and you are ready to go. And you guys, make sure you are subscribed at spitfirepodcast.com on Apple iTunes and Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pass this on to a friend who needs it. And you guys, keep being awesome.